Welcome to the Lively Living with Lupus podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Romero Johnson, holistic health coach and registered nurse. So glad that you're here. Today is day number 21 of Lupus Awareness Month, and every day I'm sharing a little bit in the way of lupus awareness, whether it is sharing a fact, personal story, a combination of holistic connections and lupus, um, just lupus awareness in some way, shape, or form daily. So thank you for joining and listening in. So today I want to share something um, off of lupusresearch.org. And this is something that's very, very, very common in lupus and I've absolutely experienced. Um, And so I talked in one of the previous episodes about how um, you, you know, can look at someone and not know that they have lupus. Um, But one thing you might be able to see is that they are tired. Um, Fatigue is something that is very, very common and one of the primary symptoms uh, with lupus. Um, I remember times being so exhausted and just literally, it just felt like completely drained. it was something that even a nap on some days would not fix or help. And I think that correlated with when my inflammation levels were really, really high. So that's something um, that I wanted to talk about. So I'm on Lupus Research Alliance, and it's a little bit about lupus uh, symptoms and all. And so this section is symptoms and it says the most common symptom. So I'm going to read this directly off here. They have a couple of things under it. Um, I'm not going to go into those. I'm just going to share what they have, the Lupus Research Alliance, and just make some of my connections to things and experience um, with that also. Okay. So fatigue, the most, uh, they say the most common symptom of lupus are extreme fatigue, skin rashes, joint pain, and unexplained fevers. So we're just talking about fatigue here. 50 to 90% of people with lupus identify fatigue as their primary symptoms. The severe fatigue of lupus seems to be caused by many factors, including disease activity, anxiety disorders, sleep disturbances, vitamin D deficiency, and low levels of exercise. Scientists differ on whether there's also a relationship between fatigue and the disease itself or the treatments used to manage lupus. So that was a whole lot going on there, right? So just want to give a shout out real quick here to vitamin D. (laughs) Uh, Most of the country apparently is, you know, deficient in vitamin D. Um, And of course, if you have an autoimmune issue, you're more likely to have lower levels. Um, And so discussing with your doctor, some of that, um, the need, if necessary, for supplementation and what that might look like. There are times that I have had to um, have a prescribed dose of vitamin D, considered like a loading dose, a very high uh, dose to get you started, and then you go ahead and maintain with like over-the-counter type things. Um, But I will say this too, an experience of knowing others personally. So not only as a nurse in my own personal journey, but just knowing other people who've had symptoms of feeling really tired or achy or just almost appearing depressed or just out of it, then they go and have their vitamin D levels checked 
and um, find out that they're extremely deficient and then they go ahead and get on supplementation and wow, game changer. Um, so again, it's not a be all end all, but um, definitely can be something that can help you. So another reason why, you know, being in tune with your body and making sure that you keep your appointments with your doctors um, is so, so, so important. Okay. So next after that, this is continuation of that same area in fatigue. Uh, it says no matter the cause, it's clear that fatigue can significantly impact patients' quality of life, including lessening the ability, ability to function at home and at work. So of course, right? If you're that fatigue, like soul sucking fatigue, it's so hard to do anything. Um, two studies conducted through a clinical trial network established by the Lupus Research Alliance are looking at how to better measure fatigue objectively. Okay. So that's that on, um, fatigue. It's a serious thing. And so they, you know, included anxiety disorders, sleep disturbances and all. So again, if you're someone who experiences anxiety, you know, how draining that is both physically and, um, emotionally, um, as a nurse in mental health, I've worked with many people with anxiety disorders and, um, even some with lupus who, um, we've had also, but seeing how that of course affects your energy level throughout the day. And so it's so important to, uh, again, make sure that you're working with your doctors, but also looking at what are the lifestyle modifications that you can go ahead and put into place to help you wherever we can turn down the volume on some of these symptoms, um, the better to then prevent further, further issues and progression of disease processes. Um, so yeah. And then, so here the, the low levels of exercise, and of course you're like, oh, I'm tired as heck. How the hell am I supposed to exercise? Um, and I get it. I've totally been there, but I will say, you know, that there are times and I think you have to be in tune with your body. There's times I've had like soul sucking fatigue. Like there's no way I could have exercised safely. Um, this is way back, but now there's times where, you know, maybe I'm not really like that up for it or I'm a little tired, but you know what, when I do that exercise, um, I feel energized and it, it helps my body and, you know, it feels good and long-term with a regular exercise routine, I feel more, um, more energy throughout my day. And also to looking at food. So food, they didn't touch on that here, but that's something to consider in regards to fatigue. Of course, making sure that you're properly hydrated because like the plant that doesn't get its water, right? I mean, I'm like that. If I don't get enough water, I start looking like the plant that's dying. <laughs> and so it'll definitely um, make me tired. And so being sure that you're properly hydrated, that you're getting enough water, um, and that means, you know, sometimes that means eliminating caffeine for some people you identify and kind of, I kind of like to use them as experiments, um, to kind of see what helps my health. And so maybe that might be, um, okay, you know what, I'm going to add more water here, or I'm going to decrease caffeine here for a couple weeks and see how that looks and feels. Um, and the other thing is the foods that you choose, you know, seeing what um, helps you stay more balanced throughout the day versus foods that you eat that make you maybe feel sluggish 
or feel like taking a nap, right? So if you already are having this pronounced fatigue um, and body issues or pains and struggles, being mindful, intentional and aware with your food can be really helpful too to see what helps um, your fatigue and energy level. And also to you may make some connections between uh, your joints. I've definitely identified over time certain things that I eat could then impact whether if I have swelling or if I have joint pain that's more pronounced. Um, so one way to kind of get some clarity on these could be like uh, keeping a journal where you write down maybe like a food diary, food journal where you're writing down like here's what I ate, here's how I felt and kind of keep that for like maybe a month and you can get a little bit of clarity as to um, some of those things. Uh, the other thing too, right, with fatigue and, and people with lupus, um, anemia is something that could be um, an issue at times. Again, just back to um, keeping regular appointments, getting your blood work as as uh, needed. And, and maybe you had your appointment and it's not time for it yet, but you're having these symptoms increase. Um, do reach out, call them, let your doctor know you're having these symptoms going on and um, you know, maybe they need to have you come in and, and check on something, but wherever you can think preventively, proactively to kind of help um, decrease any further complications, um, the better. All right. And the other thing too, like being fatigued all the time could frustrate you and you can make up all these stories in your head about what that means about you as a human and your ability to work and parent and relationships and household and all the things. So please do remember to be patient and kind with yourself through the process. Um, it's all about progress slowly, but surely. And, um, you are worthy and this is your journey and it's all good. Take the breaks when you need it. Be patient and kind with yourself. Work in those extra doses of self-love and self-care. All right. Thank you so much. Um, the next Lively Living with Lupus in the Kitchen is coming soon. Um, so I'm excited about that. Be working on that. I'm trying to get on schedule a little bit better with that, but slowly but surely. And also want you guys to check something out. So today I was on with Dr. April uh, Wellness on Instagram, Dr. April uh, Moreno. So go ahead and give her a follow and check out. Um, she has our interview on IGTV and she is interviewing so many uh, amazing people in and around the autoimmune space. So Dr. April um, Moreno. So go ahead and check her out. And she's at, um, at Dr. April Wellness on Instagram. All right. Take care and talk to you tomorrow. Bye.